Hello and welcome to the Dr. Richard podcast, a show about health, well-being, fitness, personal branding and humanity. I'm Dr. Richard Marks, the host. Today I'm excited to talk to a top online coach and fitness trainer. Welcome to the podcast, Tom Trotter. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited. This is very professional here, let me tell you. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly. How are you in general? <laughs> How am I? It's been a funny time, hasn't it? Jeepers creepers. But I'm good. I'm positive. I'm, I think gratitude's a wonderful thing. So sometimes I get into it. I'm like a puppy. <laughs> nice to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Tom. I'm like a puppy. With my emotions, like I'm all over the place, like 98% of the time, really positive and happy. But then with that, sometimes it's a bit like jeepers creepers. And then I, you know, delve into overthinking and anxiety, anxious ways. But um, overall, that was probably a really long that thing. You just asked, how are you, Tom? I'm really well, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm great, thank <laughs> you. No, I think that's normal because especially you're someone to really push yourself a oh. lot, you know, um, which I can definitely um, empathise with. And it's like when you push yourself, um, it, go, 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 go. And then at some point... There's got to be a little yeah. stop or a crash. or. A... I don't want to settle for ordinary. We're like, I'm such an advocate. Like, bloody hell, we're here once on this planet. It's madness, isn't it? So I want to do everything. Like, I want everything yesterday. And I've got a new idea every day. And I try and do everything. But it's good fun. And, um, yeah, as I don't want to be ordinary, I just try and do everything to the best. And then sometimes when it doesn't, you don't get the best. Unlike my teeth, because my teeth are the best, thanks to you. Right, good, right, good. Little teeth drop. <laughs> um, yeah, I sometimes go, geez, you know, and that's where I have my 2% of, oh, of course. shit balls. Are we allowed to say the shit word or not? Uh, well, we can, but we might edit it out. Yeah, we'll edit that bit out. <laughs> I did say the shit beep word. Sorry about that. We didn't talk about the We swearing. can say beep. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, so I want to ask you, which we're asking uh, every guest, three things that make you smile or mm -hmm. make you happy. Um, first, sorry, I didn't say thank you very much for having me on. I feel like an absolute, it's an no absolute um, honour to be here. Um, what makes me smile and happy? Yes. Number one, I think the fact that I've got a wonderfully aligned pair of gnashes, which are glowing wonderfully. That's um, the right thing to say. Yes, <laughs> ticking all the boxes. I'm going to get to come back. This is my first day out. I told mum and everything. So I just want to make sure I say the right thing so I can get invited back. Um, what makes me smile? Um... Um, what makes me smile? I think honestly, exercising and training, truly. It is my absolute why I coach it and it's what I provide to all my clients and stuff like that. But like, I'm not the type of coach that just sort of, here's your plan, see you later. I live the lifestyle. I'm up at every day at 5am training um, and it's like a non-negotiable routine and habit. And it's like, I'm so blessed to be genuinely obsessed with it. So if I don't get up at 5am, Maybe that's where a bit of my anxiety comes for like 10 seconds. But then suddenly I know it's what it does for me. So exercising, getting up early, it's that feeling of like that smug productivity when no one else is up yeah. and seizing the day in a most productive way. And training, I do train pretty intensely. So I'm not saying you know everyone needs to train like that to get their day fix or happiness. But for me, um, with my extreme ways and not wanting to be ordinary, I do push myself. So getting that early morning training session, working out, eating well, um, and having a big bowl of porridge after my workout when no one else is awake is my happiness. Good. God, good. you're a weirdo. Most people come on here, Tom, and say they like drinking a gin and tonic, <laughs> and you've just said getting up at five. What a weirdo. But yeah. Well, uh, actually, funnily, I do my training in the morning as well, so I can really um, 
you know, I can agree with that. that mm -hmm. That's a really important thing. Um, it makes you feel great. You've got to get a good start to the day. Yes. You know, you've stretched, you've exercised your muscles, you get oxygen, mm. you get, obviously drink lots of water at the same time. Maybe you sweat it out, have a shower. Like you just, it just gets you going for the day in a physical and mental way. That is it physically and mentally. And also if I don't, as I, as it is like a non-negotiable thing, I have to train because it is such a therapy for my mindset and giving me that positivity and creativity for my life. It really does spark everything in my mind. Um, you know, without that, the alternative is like, um, I feel a bit tired, a bit demotivated. I feel like if I don't train in the morning, I'll be thinking all day, well, I have to train. And it's on my mind all day. So I get up, get it done. And then, uh, yeah, I'm set for a productive day of irritating everyone and being being, <laughs> being, being, being Tom, <laughs> getting naked and just walking around. Um, well, not literally naked, but pants. <laughs> pants, There yeah. we go. <laughs> good, good. And, um, yeah, so I want to talk about how we know each other. And, obviously, you've been seen to see me in clinic about with your teeth. You know? Good teeth, Tommy boy. It's a shame <laughs> yeah. this is a podcast they... and we're not making a video of it. Because, honestly, you Well, you'd actually, be... if you just turn that <laughs> Look good, don't they? If you're just a listener, but anybody who's listening, they look amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so obviously we've you've been seeing me from for your teeth, and um, you know that's been a really good thing. And I also talk about like smiling and how important that is. You know, um, just kind of like there's not enough smile. happy. people. I'm from Surrey, and like um, my neighbours are quite old, and they're always so happy, and they smile that's a lot. Good. And I wake up at five a.m. and I genuinely my, I make stupid videos online part of my platform instagram tom trotter underscore follow me if you like you'll probably unfollow me because i'm irritating but if, if you see what i do i walk around in my pants in the morning after my workout genuinely on the streets and everybody in the morning is irritating as i am at 5 30 when i sometimes wake the neighbors up from screaming um they always smile that's good and they're happy good and that's so lovely i come up into london sometimes uh, yeah and there's a lot of people walking with their briefcases <laughs> very very good stride good speed on the walk but jesus they're not smiling so i feel like they need to get up and get their pants on and have a bit of a workout and then because smiling it's infectious it really very is important. i think if you've got that persona and you look happy everything else is nice law, yeah. law of and attraction it to other people exactly you know? exactly so we did talk a little bit about how um fitness has been important in your life mm. when did your fitness journey start and you know um were you always sporty from yeah. a young age i think for me it started I was brought up on the Isle of Wight on a little island right. at the bottom of England. It's not like that tropical as such. Actually, but where I lived, it was actually really beautiful. It was a little like sailing village. Mm -hmm. And I literally lived two minutes from the beach. So I was always outside. I didn't wear any shoes. I ran down the beach. Like my morning was get up, run down to the beach and just have that, you know, active lifestyle. I've, always, I've come from like a sporting background. Um, my brother played pro rugby. Um, so then I always aspired. Like I always used to see him who with his rugby mates who had muscles and were big and strong. And I was like some little dweeb. Um, I still am. And um, yeah, so that was like a thing where I sort of set the standard of, oh, I want to be like that. So then I naturally got into rugby, played all sports, played football, played like when it came to PE and stuff like that, like it wasn't, I had to win everything. So I've always been competitive. Um, and then, yeah, it was a case of when you get to like 15, 16, you want to get off the Isle of Wight because there's not really much opportunity. Yeah. So for me, my sort of, right, how do I get off the island? would be, right, I need to smash my sport and get into a rugby academy so I can get off the island and, you know, 
not live that ordinary life that I'd never have wanted to live. So, yeah, I pushed myself with my rugby and I managed to get like a rugby sort of scholarship as such. Okay, cool. I went to a rugby academy in London. So, fleed the nest of the Isle of Wight, got <laughs> got on the boat and uh, left. And then, yeah, so for me, it was rugby, being in that environment, full-time playing rugby while my other friends were studying. I was actually playing rugby full-time, which was amazing. And then, yeah, signed a professional contract, uh, represented England counties under 20. So I had like a representative stuff, wore the rose, sung the anthem. Um, so that was pretty amazing. And then, yeah, just like have those high standards, you know, when you're playing in that in- environment. Um, Does your brother still play? He's an old boy now, so no, he's more coaching. Um, but and yeah, he's, you're the youngest brother. Yeah, he's the older brother. I'm one of six. Um, wow, so, I'm yeah. one of eight. So oh, really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. There we go. <laughs> but I'm the eldest. Are you? You're <laughs> so the reverse. There we go. You're the you're setting the setting the standard. Uh, trying. Being the good good uh, what's the word? Good example. Um, we and, try. We try. <laughs> and then you know, from I think from the professional sporting background, um, I've sort of gone from that sort of strict routine and training and you know being the best of the best and having that sort of team environment and stuff like that to going to fitness and then from fitness um it's sort of taken off and then i also want to talk about nutrition yep. and how you approach this and how that kind of couples with fitness and obviously how that kind of spills into how you coach and yeah no exactly like there is so much to like if someone like looks or wants to achieve a goal they want to get into a certain shape or they want to put on weight lose weight maintain weight and they're in it for a more of a feel-good process whatever it is there's so much there's so much to it that a lot that needs to align so if you're looking at you know you know you see everyone in their best light on instagram don't you mm-hmm. chiseled and shining and you know you know for someone who's not in shape or not in not happy with themselves they don't have much self-love and they look at that person and think i want to get to that position um there are so there is so much to it and that is you know your recovery your sleep um and then obviously they say like 70 percent of it is what you fuel yourself with nutrition so for me i'm such an advocate for um fueling yourself in the right way it helps us stay energized to train in the right way it helps with our sleep it helps us feel good and it's not a case of just you know eating chicken and rice not at all because you're not going to stick to that it's not a lifestyle it's not enjoyable and i personally can't see myself eating chicken and rice for the rest of my years so i like drinking bottles of gin in a very sophisticated manner and enjoying takeaways and stuff like that and people label them as cheat meals no it's part of the lifestyle you know so it's all about embracing and under and when you, that's what i coach as well you know for my clients they think what well, i can actually eat this with the meal plans i provide them and they'll be amazed they eat i can actually eat this much and still lose weight and still get in the best of my life eating healthy and nutrition is so important and when people actually get educated with my and that's what i educate and i and i coach and i I make my my clients realize that they can eat this they can drink lots of alcohol i practice what i preach i bloody do it i misbehave but with that enjoyment and realization that you can eat your favorite foods um and you don't have to label them as cheat meals and you can drink alcohol and you can have takeaways and you stick to that and you understand that, balance, moderation, of course, um, that's when you stick to a good quality process. And with consistency and a good quality process, over time, results will come. So that's how I sort of coach it. And um, it's little better choices over time where you're not restricting, which lead to long-term, amazing, fun results um, and lead you to getting up at 5 a.m., getting in your pants and waking up the neighbours with me. <laughs> so there we well, go. That also leads me to um, 
talk about your love of gin. Um, which, hey, it's a tough time. It's <laughs> a proper British drink, gin and tonic. Well, I didn't want to talk about the gin because I'm currently um, sober for three weeks, which let me tell you is bloody agony. Why are you sober for the three weeks? I'm sober for three weeks. You sound mad, doesn't you? are sober for three weeks. You know how I love my Saturday gin, don't you? Um, I am doing the London Marathon, which is very exciting. So I've wow. decided to start training for it. It is next week. I decided to start training for it last week, so I bashed the 35k run. And then during that 35k run, I decided I shouldn't drink a bottle of gin on Saturdays because it might affect the training. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so um, yeah, no gin, which is honestly, I feel honestly more hungover on a Sunday without drinking my, <laughs> my gin, to be honest with you. Um, but no, I think it's good, cleansing the palate and all. And um, good, good, I'll good. get the rundown, and then hopefully I can just make up for the gin, the lost amount of gin I've had, not had for the last few weeks. We can, exactly. we can yeah, go on celebrate. A, yeah, we, we're, I'm still looking at you. Where, where should we go for our outing? Where should we go? Oh, well, there's plenty of places, actually. Um, yeah. There's some, lots of new openings. Funnily in London, you wouldn't think, but there's like some new um, rooftop bars and things. You Love know. that. Okay. Um, well, and if the weather gets um, mm-hmm. colder, there's like, there's some uh, like... Um, themed of like a ski chalets and stuff like Love that. Love that. Yeah. Okay, so. well, good. Well, just so you know that it won't be very sophisticated. <laughs> just to pre-warn you, because I've obviously had a, I've had this age of sub- sober time. So <laughs> that's exciting. I think that's good. Reward yourself. Let's talk about Rhiannon and your relationship and kind yep. of being into fitness together and mm. meeting in school. <laughs> yeah, we did. Jeez, we're like, yeah. So Rhiannon, my partner, we've been together for over eight years. Jeez, get the violin on. Um, she's awesome. She is very like-minded to myself. Um, yeah, we met. I met. I met her in like a field at a party, in a, in a romantic field. It was one of those like house parties, but it was in the garden, which was a field. And she was really sexy. Um, and I just sort of introduced myself. Uh, I was the cool kid from the Isle of Wight at that stage as well. <laughs> Honestly, you should have seen my hairstyle. Um, and then yeah, we we met eight years ago, and we're still together. And yeah, she does everything basically which brings us to now she's from a professional dancing background i was from professional rugby and then yes she sort of delved into the whole fitness thing so she runs her own uh, fitness platform um so we're not like a normal couple we literally you know lots of couples get unwell because they don't see too much of each other when they do see each other in the evening it's but you know quality time they still argue a lot um and that's healthy, you know, they see each other and they, you know, they hardly do see each other. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah. you use it, it's fresh. Yeah. For me and Rianne, we see each other every day. <laughs> every second, every hour, we're filming each other's content. We are, you know, training together. We are working together. We are eating together. We are. We sometimes shower together, but just to save water. Nothing to do with, you know, being <laughs> well in done, love. Well done, I mean, that's admirable. Eight, eight years <laughs> in, so, you know, it goes past the... No, I think we've still got a bit of lust. I try and keep it fresh with my naked walks in the morning. Good, but good, that's good. purely for content, not for the love. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she's wicked. She's really... She's kind. And if she I was is, to indeed. ever give you any... <laughs> she's a patient of mine as well, obviously. Yeah, if I was to give any top tips... As simple as I am, you don't have to t- take it or leave it. Honestly, for a, a long, healthy relationship, the main thing is, and we shouldn't get on, we should get on each other's nerves, hence spending every hour and second together, and we do everything together. We should probably grate on each other. But the reason we haven't, after eight years, purely is because respect. Like, she genuinely, the way she looks at me mm. is so priceless. Mm. And it's so wonderful. I know I sound a bit soppy, but... She respects me, mm-hmm. and that's not just a word. That is when, when you know, I go out with some of my mates, won't name them, don't worry, boys. Um, you know, the first thing, how's your partner? 
they've got nothing good to say about them. Mm-hmm. Where's the respect? Like, you wouldn't talk about your best friend like that. You'd only speak highly of your best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got to see them as a best friend and you've got to respect them. So, like, when Rhiannon goes out, you know, <laughs> or so she tells me, but I know she does, like, she'll speak highly of me. Mm-hmm. He's doing this, he's doing that. And then that sort of respect, like, you you value that person so much more. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? I would agree. I think you want the partner, best for them. You ideally should have something you admire mm. and kind of look up to them in a way for something, maybe a skill or quality that they have that you don't have. Exactly. Or, so yeah, I think that is a, absolutely uh, a true thing. It's so and like I, I just said it and I touched on it, but it's so common you hear, you know, the partner. Oh, thank God, though. I don't have to spend an evening with them. Thank God I got away from the missus tonight. I'm doing it wrong. It's nice to have a night away from Rhiannon, so I can. You know, um, you know, be with the boys and misbehave in the way of drinking too much gym. (laughs) Yeah, but like, whenever I'm with the boys, as I say, like they might say this, that, the other, or thank God I'm not with her tonight. But I don't know. I'm just very fortunate that she puts up with me and respects me, vice versa. And then I think the respect she has for me, I cannot, I would never want to not have anything but the utmost respect for her. So it's a game of ping pong of love, let me tell you. And, and you did a TV show together. We did, Jesus. That was Which like, you won. <laughs> I did. Six years, that was seven years ago. It was called Bromans. I had to get him a pants. Maybe that's why I found that about the pants. It wasn't too difficult. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it just, it was meant to be. And it was like a gladiatorial big brother house where you had to basically do, live as a, a Roman as mm-hmm. such and fight other people. So one on the show. Um, fought against some really big scary guys, managed to knock them out and won. So it was good fun. Brilliant. And also, um, I want to talk a bit like how your mum has been important oh. to you and how she's important to you and how she's important to your journey. Obviously, she features on some of your um, videos and, you know, Gal, she's a like, character. Oh, she's bloody like brilliant. Yourself? <laughs> a little bit. Where do I get it from? <laughs> Old Sal. She's brilliant. Single mother Sal, NHS hero. Absolutely big love to her, actually, because she makes my content half decent. I need to get her involved in more of my content, actually, because that's the only one that you know, does well. People are only on it for to see Sal, to be honest with you. But she's brilliant. She's just a positive, crazy, old but young just amazing lady she really is like she's she's a single mother because she's so irritating no wonder <laughs> but no she loves Sauvignon Blanc wine she uh gets amongst all my content she's she's crazy she's got a different she idea every day fun into it, oh she's not like your normal mum she's really not I can't <laughs> so really explain too much but that also this is something I haven't asked you before but about your father mm. what What's the... He, well, to be honest with you, he's just one of those, you know, when I say those those guys go out and then they just say bad things about the part, I think he was one of those because uh, he was one of those men that um, decided not to respect a lady and, um, well, we don't need to delve in too much to it, but unfortunately divorced. Um, and yeah, so I've only ever known having a mother figure and I think that's been so, so vital to where I am at today and how I am as a person today, having that feminine emotion and being in touch with your emotions and actually it's fine to talk about everything my mum is so open she'll walk down probably not normal like half naked (laughs) hi mum um she'll talk to me about if i've got this there's nothing my mum doesn't know about me like i'll walk around naked in the house but you're probably thinking that's really weird but it's just sort of like i'm so 
comfortable around her and that's how I've been brought up and like yeah that sounds really weird but actually just being able to talk and be open about your emotions you talk about things like mental health and people keep everything bottled up and you know that's why I feel like I'm so aspiring but so like like with my clients and my online coaching clients and stuff like that like I'm not just providing a program I'm not just saying here you go do, go and do your bench press that's not a lifestyle you know people come to me and they can't reach their goals because of their like the mental restrictions and 98% of it is start stems with mindset absolutely okay so you can have the best plan in the world you can have the best meal plan in the world but if you haven't got the right um confident mindset to actually unlock those mental barriers which have stopped you from starting all this time then you're never going to start so that's where i'm so blessed from my mother who's given me that he's taught me to just be open and honest and i know it's not easy to speak up about emotions about how you feel and stuff like that but i sort of I'm fortunate enough to be able to maybe be too open sometimes and I get my wrist slapped. But I try and sort of preach that to my clients and if they, they need to talk to me, it's a very sort of supportive community. So um, it helps me talking and that's where I try and help my clients by talking. And it all stems back from old Sal, I guess, for being such an open book. There we well, go. it's actually interesting because um, with my uh, my story, my mother was the one who left when I was very young. So, really? Yeah, so I've been really mainly... Um, raised by my father or there you go yeah yeah so um yeah it's uh it does have an impact on you but um you know also it makes you who you are oh i wouldn't change anything for the world like you don't need a father or mother if you've got one strong person in your life like everything happens for a reason everything shapes you as an individual so um yeah and it also makes me want to be an amazing father Mm. for any pedigree offspring that I may or not be able to produce. Um, <laughs> stop overtraining, Tom. <laughs> um, but yeah, it makes you be, you know, it makes you want to fill that hole even more so. People yeah. say, oh no, because then you're going to learn from your father and you're going to take the bad bits from him. But I'm a positive person. I'm a law of attraction. So I reap the positives from every situation. Yeah, so yeah. I'll make sure that I'm not a, a, I always, a shit actually, figure. This is something I um, think about a lot is how people when they become parents they want to um they take the good from what they've learned from their parents but they also take things that they think oh this is what i may have wanted as a child and try and put that in so having children is about doing those things you know exactly trying to, trying to put that into into maybe if your parents were a little too strict you might think oh let's go a little bit easier and mm. all those kind of things and trying to put those exactly things in place and like every situation that you experience as a kid from your parents or from anything in life like you don't see it as a problem you see it as an opportunity yeah okay so that's the opportunity to change to better to influence your children to influence you know if you're a coach to influence that person that's reached out to you because they trust you and like so in life you know, a problem is only a problem if you see it as a problem and a step back. Actually, yeah. look at it in a different point of view and see it as an opportunity to better overcome, adapt, progress. Yeah, that I was almost like true. it was rehearsed. When when, uh, when people have a challenge and you overcome it, that's when people mm. gives people that great feeling. That's why people climb mountains and yeah. do all sorts of things. You, you need know. you need shit in life, okay? To to number one, respect the good, but actually to adapt to become a stronger, better person. Do you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. if I didn't have awful teeth, I wouldn't be sat here today. <laughs> I wouldn't have reached out for that opportunity <laughs> well, to get amazing teeth. Well, this is lucky. <laughs> yes. So there we go.
So I was wanting to talk about your YouTube channel and um, obviously you've done videos with another Tom, Tom Daly. Um, oh, the better Tom, the sexy one. <laughs> Two <Yeah>. Toms, <laughs> double go. Tom. Yeah. Obviously you've been an athlete and he was an athlete and how did that come about? Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, I don't really do YouTube anymore, to be honest with you, but an amazing platform where I created other videos. And um, yeah, a good friend of mine, Tom Daly, the Olympic diver, you might know of him. You probably know that Tom more than this Tom. I don't know why you didn't get that better Tom on here. Um, but yeah, no, we did some great videos together. We did like a day in the life of Tom Daly, Olympic diver. We did like some fun Q and A's. People are bloody nosy, aren't they? Hence the podcast. Um, they like to find out about incredible people. Um, and Mr. Daly is an incredible, incredible person. And he's been a patient of mine, obviously. So that's yes, exactly. There you go. Exactly. Small world. Um, sorry, you've got, and I think it's so good that he, um, finally obviously got the gold and that kind of, oh. You know, it's a good thing for the nation. Yeah, yeah. Well. and, they, and uh, there we go. What do you do? Do you not get a... Uh, did you see the stats on it? It was like 11 years, three Olympics, exactly. something like this. That just shows not to One gold. Up, right? There we go. So you could have just gone, ah, that's a problem. We're going to settle for that. Or see it as an opportunity to come back and make it even more beautiful when you do achieve it. Um, so yeah, he's an amazing guy and uh, he looks really good in pants and he's my inspiration each morning actually to walk around in pants. If only I <laughs> could ever look like him. Um, but... <laughs> Definitely, yeah. definitely doing it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about, obviously, we kind of cover but discipline um, and mentality and also the client relationship and helping them to, to kind of, like, get that discipline and mentality. Um, how do you kind of think about personal discipline and how do you kind of inspire that into your, to your clients? Um, anything that like comes easy isn't worth having as such mm. so if you flip that if it's going to be you know an amazing thing it's going to be bloody hard okay yeah. and i think like the discipline and the mentality is have a goal okay so what why you reached out why you started your journey why you reached out to tom trotter coaching hit me up um you know why you've started what is that vision and goal what does that look like for you because it's very easy to sit back when you're having a drink smiling away and thinking oh i could get that it would be nice wouldn't it but actually what it entails to get there okay and it's not an overnight fix like you can you know if you want to lose weight whatever your goal is okay you know you've got to understand that it's a process and um with like the mentality side of things whether you want to get up at 5am you don't have to no you can get up whenever but i think it's more about trusting a process and having the mentality and discipline to be consistent with it Consi and because you know with consistency with good habits like i've said before over time you will see results so i think it's getting the the mentality and that self-discipline to understand that you've got to understand like we've mentioned a fair few times in this podcast um you know there are going to be setbacks it's not going to be just result on result on result on result it's actually understanding that the shit times are actually the ones where we build that mental resilience where we actually see the most growth and actually if it wasn't for those times you know we probably wouldn't you know, build that mental resilience as tough as we as we should do. Um, and when that mental resilience is built over the painful mornings, over the painful workouts, over the um, times where you are feeling demotivated and you're questioning the whole thing, you know, that's when you really sort of in integrate it into your routine. And that's what I've done. And at the very start when I said, it's a non-negotiable, I'm obsessed, I'm blessed, because I now know that regardless of how tough the session goes, I, I feel so smug because I know that the hardship 
it, it, it comes with such an exciting, such a reward. Like the post-workout feeling is like a buzz. I can only imagine if well, never, well, it's like a high, an illegal high, or it, well, this one is a legal high. I always say it's a good addiction. Oh, it's an amazing addiction. addiction. It's so addiction. wonderful. And I just, that's why I'm so passionate about people overcoming the hard stuff and actually being excited by the hard bit to come. Because if it's easy, it's not worth it. Definitely. The tough bit is the fun, is actually the bit where you, you know, you, you, you grow. And, and they, those endorphins, let me tell you, you're going to... Very good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. So, um, yeah, I want to talk about um, a bit about your personal brand, what it kind of represents, and also about Tom Tortora online coaching. Well, I think we've sort of covered it as a round and like, um, for me, just spreading that message of life's frigging short, so just do your best version. And like, if you have... If you want to achieve something, if you, I, I've started to learn, like, you know, as a kid, like, oh, I might do that. And you never think actually what goes into it, or you have a goal, or you have a dream, and you think, oh, I might get that. But nothing, or like, successful entrepreneurs that have these amazing businesses and these multi, multi, whether it's money you're after, whether it's just happiness you seek, like, everything takes time. Everything is like a process in life. So, my, my, you know, you've got to put in the hard work, but, for me, like, just honestly, life is so short, so don't put anything off. Truly start because, you know, if you want to achieve amazing things, if you want to live your best version, which so you bloody well should because, again, we only live once, understand that just start and go for it. And that's why I'm such a puppy and I want everything yesterday. And if I've got an idea, I go with it. And I'm trying to be as positive as I can all the time because every day is a page in a book of life and like we don't get these pages back do you know what I mean so I want to fill every page with a freaking good f memory or Story. or something where I've tried my best and I've failed it's all going to make for At some funny yeah like life short so I think for a personal brand and like the Tom Trotter online coaching is truly just starting doing it trusting the process good or the bad we are all in this community together all trying to do the best we can and like if you surround yourself with that sort of mentality um then, you know, it becomes a little bit more of a, a norm as such. Um, and yeah, that's part of the balance. Drink a bottle of gin and bash yourself. That, <laughs> that makes a good story. So tell me a little bit as well about, you mentioned anxieties and things mm. about that and challenges and, and hard times and overcoming those, you know. I think anxiety, oh God, I, get ang I get real bad anxiety after I drink. <laughs> overthinking stuff. Maybe everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> anxiety, yeah, I think like, anxious anxiety is the mind is the brain's a funny thing isn't it you can wake up one day and feel incredible you wake up the next day you put the same pants on just a clean pair you brush your teeth you had the exact same bowl of lovely porridge but then for that day you suddenly feel like you're overthinking mm. there's a bit of a dark cloud in your mind there's a bit of an anxious atmosphere and it's bizarre isn't it what the mind does mm. it's bizarre there's no like and it's such a precious thing the mind because who knows how you're going to feel one day the next day you don't know do you mean what people that are well, seemingly, you know, down or have negative thoughts or depressed or something like that. They don't choose to be. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They don't choose to be. So, um, with like, it's it's such a fragile thing, the mind. So we've got to do everything we can to make sure that we're firing all cylinders. Um, for for me, like anxiety probably comes just when I feel like I'm not pushing hard enough. Or I'm not achieving hard enough. Like, I'm only human, and like people always come to me for help as such. But I'm still bloody human. Mm. Like, I open up about my emotions. Like yeah, I do get anxious, whether it be from a bottle of gin, <laughs> or you know, not feeling like I'm fulfilling everything I should be. And you know, with that with that sort of aspiring mindset, if I'm not 
doing everything top, 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 then I go get anxious, overthinking. Oh, what if I'm not achieving? What if I'm not living my best version? What if I'm not this? So it's just so normal. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing is like you said about overthinking. People sometimes run things over and over in their mm. mind. And then also that feeling that obviously it's easier said than done, but to kind of let it go. But mm. also to remember that that moment won't seem such a problem later on like if you think of will this really matter a year's time five years time you know and it's seeming like such a big uh, deal at that moment then you can really realize actually this this is something that is something that is just part of our ups and downs of exactly you know, and that's daily what, life and, oh, so true and the and journey what, the journey you know it's so true and that's where gratitude is so beautiful perspective and genuinely like just actually taking a deep breath and when i do that deep breath you know what i think of mm. i go I'm able to take that deep breath mm. while I stand here mm. with my health mm -hmm. because there are a lot of bloody people just because you don't see it every day in hospital with a certain amount of days to live with, you know, actual, actual shit problems. Oh, sorry for the shit word. Um, I won't say shit again. Shit. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So that's when you need you to go, actually, and for me, that really works. And, you know, um, I take a deep breath. Thing, um, my dad always used to say it as well. It's like... Um, we, if we're lucky enough to have our health and those other things, then these extra things of success is just the icing on the cake, yes. really. Health but is wealth. You got the cake already. There we go. <laughs> and uh, no, that is that is it. Health is wealth. It's, it's such like a conversation. We actually think about it. Health is the golden ticket. Because you know when you're ill and you've got like a sniffly nose mm. or you've got a really sore throat mm. or you're vomiting or something like that. And you go, I took it so for granted when I was well. All mm. I want to be is just well and healthy. But then actually in our day-to-day -day life, we're... Wanted to get that target at work. We wanted to make that much money. You know, you reach that target, then suddenly what do we want? We want more. And then suddenly we reach that target. And then, Jesus Christ, when are you ever... And it's that comparison When are you going to be well, happy? Yeah. Isn't it? And it's, as they say, like, you are trying to be the best version of yourself rather than kind of compared to so many other people, which is an important thing. Is um, And, you know, just be happy on those smaller steps mm. towards what you want to achieve and kind it's, of give yourself credit. Like, yeah, you yeah. managed to do that. Yes, do it's so important. I mean? And people like to take, think, oh, I better not compliment myself or say well done or stay modest. Yes, stay modest. Don't, like, be arrogant as such. But give yourself that pat on the back and realisation you're doing bloody well. What, yeah. Whatever it is. Look how far you come. Look how far. Pat yourself on the back. And if not, I'll come around and pat you on the back and say, well done. <laughs> Coach, Coach Tom at your service. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I want to talk about your future plans, what you see for yourself in the future. And what would you, you know, what do you see for Tom Trotter? What would you want mm. from life in the future and going <laughs> forward it's a funny one isn't it yeah. to think about <laughs> well if i told you the last 10 days obviously with me having a different idea every day where i see myself is a no, pilot <laughs> i want to go to the moon no i'm joking i um honestly gratitude chat and then you do that breath and go ah health is wealth i've got a bit of a sniffle sorry if that sounds horrible i think honestly my visions is truly just because as I said, the mind's very unpredictable. Who knows in next month if I'm, you know, in a really bad place in the dark. And it can happen because the mind, you know, and also it, it's like funny. Life's it's journey is funny when you don't know you what's going to happen. And then the next minute yeah. there's a curveball. That's what someone I'm, said. Life throws you a curveball. Oh my goodness. There's a bend in the river or the road that you, you know, have no idea what's around, you know, the corner. There could be out. something really amazing. Yes. Or it could be something really challenging. Exactly. So with those unpredictable ways, I could walk out here, honestly, I see some big red London, but you don't get those in Surrey, those big buses. What if one of those mowed me over tomorrow? Um, I'm being ridiculous, but essentially it could. What if one of my gin outings really did escalate? You know, so I think for me, my future and vision and plans is 
with the mindset of life is so unpredictable, just use use gratitude, put everything into perspective and just stay happy and healthy. And if I'm happy and healthy, I know that everything else in my life is aligning and moving in a nice direction. But I think the foref- forefront of that is, you know, if I'm happy and healthy, then everything else is aligning. So that's the golden ticket. I don't want to be too specific on, I want this or this or that, because again, life's unpredictable. So just focus on you and well, focus on me, focus on my mindset, focus on my outlook. And if if I can say in 10 years time, hopefully I'll have grown some armpit hair, um, you know, I'm happy. Then I know that everything, all my visions and aspirations and puppy ways are moving in the nice right direction, you know? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, well, I think that um, hopefully this has been a pretty inspiring thing for it makes people. you actually think about things <laughs> even does, myself you're does. questioning me and i'm going because again you're in that rat race of life aren't you it's fine you never actually think about these things take a moment to sit back in a very wonderful podcast studio very professional i must say and actually think about you your journey what you do have that self-reflection even i'm sat here going do you know what i'm doing i've got good teeth thank you sir <laughs> and i'm actually very good teeth. And i'm doing all right and that's me patting myself on the back because life's short you've got to be happy eh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, best, that's amazing. Was this, was this the best podcast yet? Well, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> it's the first one, Tom. It's very yeah. inspiring. And I, I think it's just, uh, yeah, it's really good to um, think about what things that make you, why they make you, mm. and what your journey is is going and, and how it's been and, and that kind of journey of life. Mm. Like you said, people are so fast, people are so such in a hurry that people don't think about these things. So sometimes I want to, you know, uh, let people take that pause and think. Yeah. I'm definitely you know, tuned in a different way. And don't get me wrong, if you're not aspiring and if you're very content in your Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday job and you, you get your salary and you, you live your life and you just live simply so others can simply live, then you do you and don't feel like you need to be any different, okay? For me, I know I'm tuned in a different way. Like I want to, sky's my limit. I want to f- take over in a nice way. You know, I'm not like a greedy. I'm more like aspiring, help others, you know, and be in the position where, you know, my mother doesn't have to work. She works because she, cause she wants to. Mm-hmm. Okay, because she, she can and she, if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. And I, I want to work as hard as I can to provide that for Rhiannon. I want her to do all her fitness stuff. She's very entrepreneurial herself and I know she will work hard and do her, her stuff. But I want her to have that enjoyment of not having to. She'll do it because she can. And that's where I feel like I want to put my big boy pants on, literally, and do everything I can to aspire. Sky's the limit mentality to provide that. Exactly. But that also um, makes me think about how you said someone may be happy living a, a different kind of life. And that just is how everybody's important in this, you know, mm. thing that it's like the big mixture of people that live on in this the world, planet. you know, and that's yeah. what makes it so interesting. And, you know, I think that's what, what I was trying to think is, you know, everybody is important in, in an equal way. And, you know, we want to value people for what they they are you know and uh 100 and it makes life so much more interesting because there's so many different characters of course it is <laughs> of course it is every human is uh has their own journey and experiences their own things and has their own goals and it's their one go at life so uh as long as it plays by the rules then th- let them do them but obviously if they want to do a fitness journey they know where to but come. if you do and you are thinking about it, it's a lot of fun so if you haven't thought about it start thinking about it 
Uh, there we go. But um, yeah, we we'll, we will um, uh, link to everything um, in the podcast and how to how to find things if you want to find out about Tom and um, fitness and Tom's online coaching. Mm. And obviously, if you want to find out about me, smiling teeth, <laughs> dentistry. Yeah. I mean, my healthy lifestyle is a lot of fun, but the teeth as well. <laughs> Very important. Well, I was saying um, how I think of everything as like a holistic piece of your health and body and mind and everything being connected and it's you and isn't it exactly it's you, what makes teeth, you your ears your hair your exactly. outlook your exactly so that's you, why I, yeah. how i think it all ties in and um yeah why well, i think it's really important to um think about those things you know mm. they say like mind body and soul and all those things you know and like if you've got that self-love and self-confidence you're going to want to smile yeah and, and self-care as well which mm. i think is really important because people sometimes really give everything and then they don't necessarily look after themselves so exactly. it's good to take some time you know and get your teeth done and get your teeth done and get into shape there you go <laughs> amazing well thank you we could talk it. should we, we just could drink some gin and just bring yeah. and talk for why weeks? not <laughs> oh, I love this this Thanks for listening. If you liked today's show, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. It was presented by me, Dr. Richard Marks, and is a Pod People production. It was recorded at Spiritland Studios, and the music is by Delhi Music. Thanks for joining me, Tom. You can follow him on at TomTrotter underscore, and links to him will be in the show notes. For more about me, I'm on at Dr. underscore Richard underscore. There's a few underscores there. So follow us and yeah, get involved, and um, hopefully, we've given you some inspiring things to think about, and, um, and also some other things to think about in your own journey. Um, so, yeah. That was a friggin' good podcast, let me tell you. Thanks for tuning in. Folks. Thank you, I agree. Can I come back when you've got better people? Because I want to make some more friends, honestly. I know you know some amazing people, so there we go. Pod people.